before we get started, <laughs> I just, I just, I just started just die laughing because I, I always, you know, every time we sign onto the show, we play that music, right? Yeah. And and as soon as we play it, we're like, God, that's awful. Yeah. Nobody likes it. Nobody <laughs> likes it. But I yeah. never think about reaching out to anyone during the week because once we're done with the show, I just, I just. Yeah, I just it's gone. Right? And, and yeah. I just forget yeah. about it until until I literally hit play. And it's like, oh <laughs> god, every time. So I literally okay. just hit it. It started to play, and I just died laughing because I'm like, God, another week. There's, there's got to be somebody that can help us out with that. Somebody's right? got to help us. I mean, when Tony Smith comes up to you and says, or up to us and says, "Hey, dude, you guys got to change that. That opens. <laughs> that opens. That opens rough. It's terrible, man." <laughs> It's terrible. Oh, shoot. But again, yeah. I never think about it during the week. I never think about it until I literally hit play. It however, and I'm like, oh, however, it is a little bit catchy. And it's like an earworm is kind of. I mean, I mean, not catchy in a good way. Yeah. Like, well, what is that old advertising thing? So you you want to be either great or you want to be terrible. You don't want to be average, right? Because yeah. people remember the really awful ads and they remember the really good ads. You know, yeah, they never true. remember just. The average ads, yeah. So maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe, hopefully, I don't know. Actually, I think it's kind of not awful enough to really like. Yeah, maybe we keep it. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe we got to, we got to try something else. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. It's, it's just, it's just dated. It's just dated. This is, this it is the second wage. This is episode ninety-two. Wow. We're, uh, we're getting, we're getting close. Yeah, getting close to the mm. to, uh, one hundred. Speaking of '92, I uh, started working out again the last couple of weeks. Hey, it's, all right. Uh, well, you know, it's one of those things. I looked in the mirror again after the shower. It's like that—that's not working for anybody, right there. So, <laughs> so that—that's yeah. a huge mistake. Just don't take a shower. <laughs> I was like, no, that's not going to work for anyone at all. So, no, I when I got out of the, the shower, gym. trust me, when I got out of the shower, there's a big old mirror there. Yeah. I, I don't even look at it. Yeah. So I feel '92. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in my second week. I'm kind of like, oh, everything's just sore. I get up in the morning. I literally look like a 90 year old little elf walking around trying to get to the bathroom. It's so bad. I'm telling you, this is a podcast for us. Just, just two old men on a podcast. I, I actually, I actually heard. I shouldn't even say this. We had, a, we had, a, we had a tree guy who came over to the house because in the neighborhood that we live, live in, we have these huge oak trees, which are beautiful, mm -hmm. right? But every once in a while, you need to have an arborist come out and, and check your trees uh, for many reasons, for insurance reasons, for electrical line reasons, uh, to make sure if we have a storm, you don't get a branch falling on your house. So uh, so we got, a, we got a healthy checkup, which is good. Super nice guy. We end up talking and, um, and uh, we go to shake hands and uh, we shook hands and it was just one of those really good, you know, handshakes. A little too and, hard. And, and, and our hands met so so abruptly, I think that I, I think I actually pulled or might have done something right here. The arborist broke your hand. Your your sensitive hands it's were sore. broken by a man that works with trees. Where the tendon is. I'm like, God, I'm old. Now I just hurt my hands shaking hands with somebody. Hey man, I literally hurt my knee throwing darts a few months back. So you know, let's it. not. You know, just yeah. crazy. Crazy. I don't know if we want to admit this, by the way. Maybe we should start over. I don't know if I want to admit that. <laughs> What's that? Anyway. Well, with your hand? Too late, man. Yeah. Hey, I've got, I, I got, I got, hurt, up. I've got I know. Hurt my back. I've hurt my back putting on jeans before. Because <laughs> they're too tight. No. <laughs> they fit just perfect. 
Don't start with me on my jeans. <laughs> I've got I've got all kinds of stats to back it up. Remember, I have that. I, I have that study. I have that study. You that, yeah, that, that done by those, those denim scientists. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> jeans better than khakis. That was funny. For the for the first time this year, it's come out. Um, <laughs> hey, do, do you do you, do you, uh, I got a little meet Jeff and Bernie? Uh-oh. If you want, if you want to start off the sure. top, meet Jeff and Bernie, and and sure. I think this will segue into into an actual cornhole topic that I want to talk about. I, I thought about making this topic part of my on off and in, but um I figured we I figured we'd just talk about it in the beginning and then um and I have a different a different on. All right. So first thing meet Jeff and Bernie. So you and yeah. I were talking just before we came on. I feel like like I feel like I maybe the older I get, the more that it seems almost impossible to change people's minds um, and, and to, and to help lead somebody, help guide somebody, help direct somebody. And I don't mean at work, right? We all have people that we work for. Right. right? right. I just mean like in life, like giving people advice, people come to, to you for advice. I, and, and, you know, I, I don't feel like they take it. I feel like people are just who they are and it gets, and it gets frustrating to mm-hmm. me at times because um, I actually had a doctor who told me when the kids were younger that, and I might've told you this before, um, uh, at the time we, we were just, we were just worried. We were new parents. How are we going to do this? You know? And a doctor said, he, he said, you know what? Just, just relax because parents get too much of the blame and too much of the credit. Right. Always remember they have their own DNA. They're going to be their own people. And it's so true. I feel like so many times, and, and nothing against my kids, but I mean, so many times you try to lead them, you try to give them advice, and people really don't learn unless they they learn by themselves. Absolutely. Like I, I've almost kind of taken a step back in my parenting. With now, my kids are getting older, but I've almost taken a step back because I almost feel like you know I've, I've given them a toolbox, I've I've given them my thoughts and my opinions, and now they almost kind of have to do their own thing. And I sure. kind of feel like that with everybody. It's like it's so hard to to influence anyone or change people's mind. I think people just are going to do what they want to do regardless. Yeah. And you know, I I think with kids, obviously I'm not a parent, so I can't speak to this, but it it seems like from my experience as a child growing up, that when someone's giving you the right advice and sometimes as a child, I think you look at it as, well, parents, whatever, and you're going to do the opposite because you're a kid and you think you know more than everyone else in the world. Right. And then when you get older, you realize, man, my parents, 100% 100% right on all this stuff, right? Yeah. And, and, like, and then, But you had to learn that yourself. I, I'm with you. I, I think it's harder when you get older dealing with, say, people in our age bracket, our peers, if you're trying to, I don't know, discuss certain things with them. I mean, they are who they are at that point, right? I mean, yeah. you know, kids, kids, you can kind of mold a little bit. But when you're talking, bit. you know, a little bit, but I mean, but they'll learn over time because they'll go through it. Yeah. But I mean, you get to our age, you kind of are who you are, right? There's no changing. I, 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 you and I were talking about it. I think I have, you know, some friends that, you know, I think believe in this adage that it's not a race, you know, it's not a comparison. Life isn't, you know, which is some of it's true, but it's not so much. You, you can't wait forever. Right. You you can't wait forever. Like life or the universe, quote unquote, isn't just going to reach out and hit you with a lightning bolt and say, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Here it is. This is when it's all going to make sense. I just don't think it works that way. 
And so I feel like I, I've been guilty of it. I've been guilty of waiting around and being afraid to do things because just fear probably. But it's it, how do you change someone's mind? Seriously. I don't know. I just, I just feel like sometimes I see not, not so much, not so much um, friends of my age anymore, but, but, you know, maybe when we were younger and, and I guess maybe just more frustrating with the kids, you see them going down a path that right. you know is going to end up not being it have a, a good ending hundred percent. and you try to, you try to put your two cents in and, and I'm, I don't know. I just think it's just so hard to do that because I feel like people just have to make their own mistakes. And you know it why makes it, it makes it frustrating, but, but I, I feel liberated because I really do. I feel like I've kind of taken a step back in that with, with, you know, any of my friends and with my kids. And, and I don't know if that's right or wrong, but I, I just feel like, I don't know, maybe it's a better way to learn for people just to learn by yeah. making their own mistakes. I mean, but you know why it's hard? Like that. But you know why it's hard, I think? Because none of us are perfect. When that person you're talking to and like, let's say, trying to explain like, hey, you don't want to do this. This is a bad idea. They're looking at you in their own heads, probably like, are you kidding me? How about when you did this, 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 and this? I mean, you're going to be the one to sit here and tell me how to live my, you know what I mean? And I think yeah. there's there's some of that sometimes with people that they're not willing, you know, unless you're this perfect human being, I think it's very hard to give advice for people to follow because it's like, so what? I'm supposed to do as you say, not as you do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's very difficult that way sometimes too. I don't know yeah. We just, we see the decisions are just, I, I think, I think I'm also just a little scared for lack of a better term because with Noel being in college, and I've just I've just seen at my age how big the choices and decisions that you make have consequences. Hundred percent. You know, um, I would I, love. I, you know, yeah. I, I I've talked about I've talked about you know my past before and 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 my divorce and and um, you know we didn't neither one of us made the best choices or the best decisions and it has great outcomes in your life and by great i don't mean in a good way i mean <laughs> yeah, it has, yeah you know it, it has a huge impact on your life sure. and your direction your future your path you know and and i just you know I, I just i just want her to continue to make really good choices and surround herself with good people um because the decisions that you make in college and in your 20s um, I don't know. I've just been thinking about it a lot lately. I mean, it really, it really affects the path that you're on for the rest of your life. And I, I, you know what? I think you're actually the one who got me kind of started on this last week because your question right. about me and my career. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, man, where where did that path go? You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, I, not not I, that I'm not happy. I, I totally am. I mean, I, sure. I, I truly am. But but you know, I I don't know. I mean, there decisions that I've made have probably closed certain doors for me because of not being able to move or not being able to meet the right people or. You know, uh, it's, it's amazing. It's, 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 it's I would, scary and powerful. Yeah. I would love for the 18 year old me to understand all the mistakes that they were making and going to make, you know what I mean? Like if, if there was a way to just reach in that brain and say, yeah. no, you're being an idiot. You really are being an idiot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, stop trying to be a contrarian about it. Like you really are wrong. And I mean, I would say some of the decisions that I've made cost me 15, 20 years of earning power of, you know, just life in general. That's a lot. That's a long time. If you really think about it, 15 to 20 years. Do you mean like career decisions? Career decisions. I mean, a, a lot of different decisions, life decisions, a lot of things. I mean, I, I would say I've cost myself a good 15 to 20 years. I mean, think about that. I'm only 53. So that's a, two, a third of my life. 
that I've thrown away because of terrible decisions. I mean, that's awful. I would love to have that back, but you know, it is what it is. But then I try to, I try to pat myself on the back coming around the other side sometimes. And I'm like, well, if I hadn't made those decisions, I wouldn't have met the people I've met. I wouldn't have done some of the things that I've done. And would you give those people away? And and obviously the answer is no. So, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. ah, it's tough, right? I mean, I, I end up thinking in circles, which is really productive, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what, though, Bernie? I think I think that is a healthy way. I can't I can't tell if your laugh and your smile right now is just is just masking pain, or if you you are truly comfortable with 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 what you just said. Because, but I but I do think it's powerful because I kind of feel like I'm I, I'm the same way. It's like, yeah, you know, even our 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 age, I think sometimes we let our our minds go backwards sometimes, sure. and back in time, and things we you know could have, should have, would have done. But but we can't change it. You can't yeah. change yours. I can't change mine. And and you're right. We've had amazing experiences. I Man, I've had great experiences with you in, in the league the last four seasons. Yeah. You know, doing doing all the broadcasts with with cornhole. I, I never thought in a million years that my life would take me down this road. But I have met some incredible people. Not only people that that we work with with the league, but all the think about all the celebrities. You know, and yeah. just, and spending time with with Shamar Moore in his backyard. Um, you know, and, and meeting the the country music singers that we've met and the athletes that we've met. I mean, it's been you know, it's been it's been an exciting and fun ride. So, I, so, so you're right. Like we could easily go back and say, man, I should have done this. I should have. I should. I, I say it all the time. What if I had stayed in pharmaceutical sales? I was killing it. I, I made I made more money in the in those two or three years in pharmaceutical sales than I probably made my next eight. Right. You know, working at working in broadcasting. Um. But but yeah, I, I don't think we can. I, I think I think it's. Ho- healthy to go back and revisit every once in a while. But like you said, um, I think it's a healthy way of looking at it to, to say, you know what, um, appre- you know, appreciate what we have and the experiences we have and the friendships we have, because we yeah. do have really great, great friendships and, and relationships. Yeah. It's, I it's, I, I think it's kind of a product of our age though. Yeah. You know, I don't think Probably. 20 year olds ever think in terms like this. I don't think yeah. maybe even 30 year olds really think in terms like this. I think once you get into kind of middle age and kind of really start, you know, maybe kind of realizing you're, you know, you're over halfway. Mm, back nine. Yeah. We're on the back nine now. And so, I mean, we're early in the back nine. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we're, we're on whole 10 or 11. We're not, we're not deep into 15 or 16, but I'm just saying we're, yeah. we're on that. We've made the turn. And, you know, I think you start to start, you know, wow, how did I play that front nine? <laughs> you know? And for me, it's like, man, I wish I had holes four, five, and six back. <laughs> <laughs> Would have played a lot better. <laughs> yeah. Hitting all those balls out of bounds right there really, really caused a problem. Yeah. That's funny. But no, on, on a serious note, um, and I think I've done some reflection this week also uh, to kind of bring this back to cornhole a little bit. Two things. One, uh, with Jay Rubin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, the decisions that we make in our lives affect us down the road. And for Jay Rubin, uh, he and I spoke on the phone uh, for, I don't know, 20 or 30 minutes last week. And, um, you know, just talked about life and decisions and consequences and all that kind of stuff. And um, I'm, I'm not going to get deep into his story, but, you know, he, he and I were able to share a lot of different um I don't know, just a lot of different experiences that I think both of us have gone through. Yeah. But uh, but it, but it all matters, you know. And and I hate I hate uh, I hate that he's having to leave the game. The last thing I said to him was, "Hey, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying goodbye to you." <laughs> you know, yeah. I'll I'll say I'll say talk to you later and I'll say so long, but I'm not saying goodbye. 
yeah. hope that he can figure everything out. He's got some stuff to go through right now. Um, but again, you know, the, the actions and the decisions that we make have consequences in our life. And I hate that he's having to go through this. Yeah. But I, I feel like, but I feel like we all have to. And I, and I, I truly hope that, that this next year will find a resolution um, and peace in his life because we, we need guys like that in the sport. I, I think Cornhole had a terrible week. I mean, you lose Jimmy McGuffin at the yeah. start of it because, and you know, you and I have talked about this. I've talked about it with Wally and Trey and some other folks on streaming or on whatever other show that we all do. You know, this, these times were coming. And I, I've been talking about it for two years. We're getting to a point where decisions yes. are going to have to be made, and they're going to have to be made simply because of money. And it's not going to have anything to do with friendships. It's not going to have anything to do with the quote-unquote family feel of the game. People are going to have to start making decisions based sheerly on financials. And we lost Jimmy McGuffin to that. Jimmy McGuffin, a guy that's been around the game forever, forever. Yeah. You know, and so to lose both those guys, different reasons, mind you, but to lose both those guys in the same week, something tells me we're going to see him again, but I don't know. You know, and I, I think the game is kind of, once again, these are two completely different reasons that, that, that these yeah. gentlemen left the game. So I don't want to put them in the same pod necessarily, but I think the game is starting to change in a way that not everyone's going to like. And, you know, I've, I've read some yeah. and, and, I, and I've heard some statements, you know, that the ACL needs to put money up. So these players don't have, I was like, ah, that's not the answer. I don't know of any other professional league that makes it so their players can pay, you know, can travel. Golf doesn't do it. Tennis doesn't do it. No. You know, I mean, that's that's up to the player, unfortunately, to be able to get those sponsorships. And it's difficult. And I think we talked about it before, Bernie, with with golf. Just real quick, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah, uh, no, no, go ahead. But like, like on the on the Corn Ferry Tour or whatever it's called now. Yes. Um, I mean, those, those guys they don't make a ton of money because they pay for everything. Yeah. They have to pay for everything to travel around and play, and then try and, and qualify. It's it's difficult, man, and you've got to be yeah. more than just a player. And I think that's what we're getting to, and that's you and I have talked about that, and that's we've tried to stress it. And I think because we are who we are, I think sometimes don't, don't take us serious in that, you know, because we're not Trey and we're not Anthony and we're not so entrenched in the game that I think sometimes people aren't listening to us. But I think that we were coming at it from like, hey, this is what's happening, and you're going to see it now. You're going to have to be responsible for yourself as a player on more levels than just playing the game. Mm -hmm. And I, I, this is the beginning of it, and we're seeing it. We're seeing more and more players have to step away because they have to make that decision financially, and it's tough. And I, I wish the ACL could give everybody fifty grand to travel around and then make more money. You know, I, I wish that was a possibility, but it's just not right now because we're struggling also to get partnerships, and it's tough. It's tough out there. So you have to be more than just a good player. And look, how many times have you, you and I talked about? It? How many times have you talked about it? Seriously. A hundred in the past two, three years, right? Like, guys, it's, it's cool that you can put this bag in the hole, but there's going to have to be more to it for you to, like, take that step up, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I just, I don't know. And I think we're starting to see it now. And that's, it's yeah. sad, but in a way, it's kind of like, all right, this is it. Here's, here it is. Here's a player that everyone loves, that everyone believes is a cornerstone of the game can't play anymore because of financial reasons. Yeah, like he said, it's tougher and tougher to find sponsorships. And then yeah. and then after and then after I read that post, three days later, I think, maybe maybe not even, maybe two days later, I see Cheyenne on Facebook saying, Hey, 
Still have three sponsors left if you want to jump in. And here is the highest ranked female player in the entire world in her sport. You yes. would think there'd be people knocking at her door <laughs> saying, hey, how do, how do we get on your jersey? But it's tough. Like you said, it's really, really tough. Because sometimes you have to be the kind of person that opens the door yourself. And then once you do it, they kind of understand it. But you have to be willing to do that. And it's just so – and it's not natural, and I get it. It's not natural for any of us. I think you're more a natural salesperson than I am, per se. But, like, some people just have that gift and they're able to do it. Some people don't, but they're going to have to learn. And I think this is the first shot fired in that for the players. And hopefully – Hopefully they see it for what it is and not put blame everywhere else all across the board, right? Well, this isn't right. No, it's not right, but it's the way the world is, mm-hmm. right? So it's it's hard. It's, it's been a hard week. We're such a young sport, too, and I talk about yeah. that all the time. You know, with, with the, you made the comment about me and sales. I, I think the reason why I've always enjoyed it <clears throat> and had a little bit of success at it is because I've never made it about me. I, I truly, when I, when I go in and same thing with real estate, yeah. you know, it's, it's not real estate is not sales. I am just simply there to try and facilitate a need for somebody, you know, <clears throat> I'm not, right. with my, with my friends. I mean, I don't, I don't reach out to my friends. Hey, you looking to move? Hey, you looking to move? They'll call me. They'll call me when they're ready. Right. And when we're looking for houses, I, you know, I, I don't say, Hey, this is a nice yellow house to, you know, two story. You should, you should, you know, they're, they're going to find what they want to find. You know I mean? I, I don't, and it was the same way when I was in sponsorship sales. I mean, I, I would go to, let's say a Coca-Cola, right. Or somebody like that. Like, how can we help you? Like if, 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 if we can find a mutual place together where, where it's mutually beneficial, um, you know, we obviously would love to have Coca-Cola on, on, on the stage. Right. But it's got to fit a need for them too. It has to fit some sort of a, a niche, you know, for them as well. And that and that's how I always approached it. As it's it's got to be a win-win for both. Like we, there's got to be something that I'm offering to my client, whether it's pharmaceutical sales, whether it's real estate, or whether it's sponsorship. There has to be some sort of a need that we're also helping them with. And I think when you approach it that way, then it's mm-hmm. not really sales. I mean, it's it's just a relationship. It's me trying to help you with your business. You know, if if you're representing Coke, like, like the the question is. The question is, you know, wh- where do you guys feel like you, you you were lacking? Like, what age group are you trying to find? What, what right. genre are you trying to find? Are you trying to find kids? Are you trying to find adults? Are you trying to find men? Are you trying to find women? Are you trying to find minorities? Like, what 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 are you looking for? Right. You know, to help you grow your business, and then we talk and we see if we can help each other. And if you can, it's great. You know, it's not it's not really sales. You're just trying to help each other. Yeah, so, I, 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 digress, I, I I no, I, I tend to take it too personal. <laughs> that that no is a no against me. Oh, it's yeah. <laughs> that, that no, that no is just you suck as a human being. Don't ever oh, ask these Bernie, questions again. It, it still it still <laughs> burns me, and you brought it out of me last week. The the one time I reached out to that agent in New York several years ago, and I told you last week what he told me. He's like, Jeff, yeah. uh, you're great. You look great. You sound great. I got ten of you. Mm. I got ten of you on on staff. You know that that burns. You know. Yeah. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah. And, that, and, like that, all right. Tangent. I love tangents. That's what makes actors amazing to me. Because that's their whole life. That's ninety-five yes. percent of their life is nose. Yes. You can and talk you about the Tom Cruise. You can talk about the Tom Cruises and those people. I oh. actually just read an article this week that Mark Wahlberg, of all people, talked about why he went into production and why he tried to use his money and create a production company because he couldn't get a role. 
The roles he was going after were going to Leo DiCaprio and going yeah. to Tom Cruise and going to these people. And he's like, I can't take these no's anymore. I've got to find a way to make some yeses. Right. And I, I don't, yeah. I just don't think people understand the kind of intestinal fortitude you yeah. have to have to walk into a room 20 times a day, maybe 10 times a day, maybe five because of the amount of time it takes, but just to go in there and hear no, no, no. And then they give you specific reasons for that. No. You know, you don't look like this. You're not pretty enough. You're not handsome. And like to hear so all. Difficult. So <laughs> difficult. Josh, I, 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 think, I think it was on the Dan Patrick show one time. Josh Demel was on and uh, and they got on a tangent about about this exact topic. And I, I'm pretty sure it was on the Dan Patrick show. And Josh Demel literally just started rattling off all the times in his life. He's been told <laughs> no. Here's probably one of the best looking guys. Yeah. In the industry, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, in my opinion, anyway. Not a great actor, but he's he's yeah. good looking. Yeah, <laughs> told no all the time, you know. Yeah. So it's I can't imagine it, right? And then to be able to be like, okay, next, right? Yeah. Let me go put my soul on display again. <laughs> you know, I mean, I just can't. Uh, it's amazing to me that they're able to do that. Because for me, I would hear maybe I would go through a week of hearing no and be like, well, this isn't working out. I guess I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> well, you remember? Uh, oh, was it, you remember? Remember the movie Tommy Boy? Yeah. Where he keeps getting told, told no, and, and every, okay. every time he sits down, he's like, "Okay, we're done here." You know, just, as soon as he hears, as soon as he hears no, it's not why or yeah. or is there anything else we can do or you know whatever any follow up. You know, it's okay. It's just, oh, already then. <laughs> that that movie's great. Yeah, that movie's great. Um, so while, while we're kind of talking about the, and, and I, I really was hoping that maybe this would, this would segue into this, all this conversation would segue into something I did want to bring up with you. Um, and again, I was going to make this part of my on off and in, but I figured probably, probably too big of a topic that, that I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on it. Um, in, in a larger sense, I was kind of, I was kind of, you know, watching all the new partners, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that that are going to be together for next season, and I really started thinking about it. Like, I, I really don't know, and I, I'd love to get your opinion on this. Um, like, I commend I commend Jamie and Frank playing together, right? Um, and Anthony and I, when we had uh, we were on ACL Live, and Jamie mm-hmm. and you know Jamie made that that announcement that he was playing with Frank. Um, you know, talked about how great the relationship is and all that kind of stuff. Um, which I appreciate, but looking back over the last three or four years at, at some stats and some partnerships, I got to be honest with you. I, I'm not sure if team chemistry really matters in cornhole. I, I I don't. I just don't see it. And and I, hmm. I started I started writing down some examples on both sides. I I really think you can make an argument on both sides, but but at the end of the day, I I don't think. It matters other than if you just want someone that you like to travel around with. Um, I mean, some some top names just from this past year, right? Mark and Philip. They're yeah, very they, close. They, they, they won a, I know. They won a national, but never won a world championship, and they end up breaking up, right? Okay. Tanner finished sixth in the nation, right? Sixth in the world two years ago. Easy also. also I mean, Easy is a good player, right? Yeah. Um, sometimes can be inconsistent. I get it, whatever. Two really good players. Nothing. Never won. Never won together. Have great chemistry. I mean, Tanner, Tanner, I mean, it practically brought tears to his eyes when he was talking about changing partners. 
Right. No Wooten, Hunter Thorne. I mean, when I first saw that last year, I thought, you know what? Here we go. These two guys are going to crush it. Right. Nothing happened. Cody and Adam. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know what their chemistry is like. They've been together for a long time. They must like each other. Yes. They've won a couple of nationals, but uh, but that's it. You know, and, and yeah, they've been close. I get it. Matt and Jamie, on the other hand, Matt and Jamie, you know, we've come to find out Matt and Jamie have, have terrific mutual respect for each other as a player. Not the best friends, never really right. hung out, but yet right. after a slow start, started killing it. Didn't win a world championship and multiple national winners on the double side. Uh, Jay Rubin and Jordan Power, they were all but done. Everyone, I mean, we thought we thought they were going to be breaking up. Remember, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't working. Um, you know, Jay was going one direction. Jordan was going the other. Uh, Jordan needed someone you know that, that was that was going to be able to play in all the events and travel all the time. And I mean, we all thought they were breaking up, and they end up winning two of the biggest events, two out of the three biggest events at the end of the year. Right. Um, Eddie and Caleb on on the flip side, terrific chemistry, right? A couple of Texas guys, and they win the world championship. So, I yeah. I, I don't know if it matters. Do, do you really think team chemistry matters in Cornhole? I don't think it matters at the top, top, top. Yeah. Like when you saw Matt and Jamie and they kind of rattled off a few nationals there. When they first got together, I think the game changed. I think that's what uh, kind of precipitated that breakup is I think the game changed a little bit. And the, I don't know if both players were willing to change with the game and that kind of precipitated that that move, in my opinion. Um don't know, but I mean, when you look at what Devin Harbaugh and Kyle Malone are doing, those are two guys that get along really well, but they're also two tremendously elite really good players. players. I, I think we're going to find out, to your point, Tony and Mark. There's yes. your test case. That's exactly where I was going with this. Yeah, that, that's your test case, so we'll see how that yep. goes. I, they're so talented, right? I mean, they're so talented. It's going to be hard yeah. for them to play bad, I think. You know I, what I, I mean? Like, I, yes. well, What's their floor? All right, since we're, since we're talking about it, what do you think their floor is? Yeah, but I mean, their ceiling is winning, winning all the nationals and the world championship. Yeah, their floor isn't that far off, right? I mean, I think their floor is at least one national. Uh, the floor doubles. is still probably top five, right? I mean, they got right. to top four or top five, yeah. right? Because they're just so talented. So, to your yeah. point, and when you get there, I don't think it matters. But I think if you're a team that's say 25 or a player that's been decent in doubles and you've been milling around in the 15 to 25 area and you find, and you're like, you know what, I'm going to go with someone that I really like and someone that I really, you know, get along with really well. And they're kind of mm -hmm. in the same ballpark as you as a player. I think then it can help. Then it, maybe it's worth five spots in the rankings, but at the elite elite level, I don't think it really matters. I think you've got two amazing players throwing back to forth to each other. Yeah. But, I, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be really interesting to watch this year. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe you just need to find the best person out there. Hey, the, another good example is uh, we were talking about him, Tanner. Tanner playing with Jacob Trzinski. Find the best player I can. I can. I can grab, and let's try. Let's try and run it together. I'm still so interested to see how they mesh bag wise, because they yeah. play such completely different games. I know. So, it, like, I'm like that's the one talent for talent. You're thinking top 10 team, if not higher. But, you know, I've never been the biggest bag guy. But, I mean, God, the way they, their styles are so different, it's mm -hmm. going to be hard for them to find something they both like. But they are professionals. They're really good. So wouldn't surprise me if they do. I just that's – the, that's the big question mark to me so far. Yeah. But, yeah, that's going to be really interesting. Like Tony Mark is probably the best example. T yeah. Tanner and JT a good one too. I mean the bat the bag will be interesting, but is it better just to grab the best person out there 
and just develop these super teams because because I was I was kind of to bring it back to the other other sports and you and I have talked about this before, you know, doing what Deion Sanders has done in um, in Colorado. I really I really didn't think that that was going to be. I mean, I he's a great coach. I, I really I, well, I'm not sure if he's a great coach. I haven't watched him enough. He's a great motivator. He's a great motivator of fan base. He's a great motivator of men. Um, but, but bringing 80 guys or 72 guys, new players together on a team, I wasn't sure how that was going to go. And I don't mean just Colorado. I mean, you and I have mentioned some of the other ones too, like Florida State. I mean, the, yeah. there's a lot of teams that have done it. And I wasn't sure if it was going to work. But you know what? It's working. It's yeah. working for Florida State. It's working for Texas. It's working for Colorado. It's working for a lot of these teams. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe maybe that'll trickle down to our sport. Maybe at some point it's just going to be, hey, who's the best available player? Take the whole team chemistry thing out of it. I, I just need the best individual player as my partner, and let's just go right. I think we're there now, Jeff. I think that's what's happening right now. I, I'm kind of hoping, and this is the old man get off my lawn, uh, person in me, but like I, I, I kind of like when two players stick together for a while, right? And if they have a bad season, okay, you had a bad season. Now, why did we have a bad season? Let's correct that, but let's do it together and let's progress together. I like that, right? And I, I, I don't know if we're going to see a lot of that. I mean, there's always going to be a couple, but I, I'm with you. I don't know how much of that we're going to see going forward because it's almost like you're playing with someone, you know, they're a really good player, but they're a human being. They had bad six months. Yeah. Human beings have bad six months. It happens all the time, whether it's just the mechanics got messed up or some stuff off the off the court, yeah, off the, you know, it gets in the way. It, human nature. And I think our sport's gotten the place now. Oh, well, you've had that bad six months, so I gotta go somewhere else now. I'm going instead, to the transfer portal. Yeah, instead of <laughs> you know getting through it together. So I don't know. Yeah. And I and I think the only way to get it through it together is you have to have some sort of chemistry together. So if you're a team that's kind of been pushed together, whether it be by bag manufacturers, which has been a lot of this, if we're being honest, um, if, if you're kind of manufactured that way, I don't think you're going to want to stay with someone if, because you don't have that natural. And look, this is another thing that we talked about for the last couple of years. It's coming that all these friendships, all these things that have happened over years are going to start to go away when people start, when money gets involved. And it's just, yeah. It's been it's been coming and it's starting. I think this is the beginning of it. We're starting to see it. You know, people jump funny when it comes to money, man. You know, and it's just it's here, and it's and we're still a long way from where we're going to be, right? So I don't know. It's interesting. It's a, it's an interesting point that you bring up. I I'm curious. So at the end of the day, do you think team chemistry matters or not? I do. I do. I, I do. I, I think that let's say uh, Mark and Tony find out that they really do get along pretty well, at least when they're on the, like, I think it matters when you play. Like, I think there's certain people that don't really hang out away from the board. So this is kind of a dodge of your question in a way. So, but when they play, I mean, we've seen it in team sports, we've seen it in others, you know, certain people, they, they know how to get along on the field or on the court, mm-hmm. but when they're away from the court, they may not hang out, but they know how to create that chemistry when they're there. I don't know. I, but I think you have to have something. You can't be, to where every time your partner throws a bag, you're shaking your head, rolling your eyes. I, I just, I don't think that works. And I think that will burn a team up from the inside out. But yeah, for sure. I agree with that. I, I don't there, have, there has to be some level, I think, some level of chemistry. I mean, I'm dodging my own question because I don't know. I mean, I just gave, I just gave <laughs> what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight examples of both. Both. Sometimes it seems like it matters. I mean, with Eddie and, and Caleb, 
uh, oh, Justin Burton Jr. and Logan Chamberlain. I, I feel like I feel like you know, again, a couple of Texas guys with with good, even though even though even though it seems like they're very different people, um, they seem to have a very good chemistry on the boards together mm-hmm. that works. So and and they've obviously played at a very high level. Um, yeah, it's. I asked this question to Cheyenne on Monday night. We had her reveal this Monday night on ACL Live, and I asked a version of this question. You know, do you do you find it better? Because you know, she just broke up with broke up with Frank. I don't think it really came down to that. But like, would you prefer to build as a team, or would you just you know, like you're talking about, just pick and choose? And I think she answered like, I think she would prefer to build it. And you know, but I don't know if they all feel that way. I think there are a lot of players. I think, I think the tougher. I think the tougher. I think maybe the more honest and tougher response is, I want the best player in the world playing with me. Yeah. But I'm not sure people are willing to. Are willing to say that out loud? Yeah. I want the best player that I can possibly get playing with me. And so for Tony and Mark, how great is that? Right? You're the two of the two of yeah. the top three, four, five players in the world, and you're playing together. Yeah. I mean, once again, that's is that man is that bag manufacturer? Forced or pushed, probably a little bit, but yeah. but it's still. But I, I'm like you, man. I can't wait to see how that works because everyone. I mean, we're all going to jump on it if it doesn't. Right? We get to the first oh, national, yeah. they go zero and two, and they're out. You know what I mean? All this, we're going to jump all over them. Yeah. Now the likelihood of that happening seems very small, but we're, I mean, all right. right. Oh, and two may not happen, but like, don't they, don't you feel like with their talent, they have to make bracket finals almost every national minimum? Yeah, I mean, you think so? I don't know. That that's why I think it's gonna be inter- interesting to watch. Yeah, but I mean, we all thought that Matt and Jamie would do that also. Yeah. Well, it seemed like they did took, almost for a season. A yeah. Well, I, I feel like for a season there, they, that's who they were. Yeah. Right. It seemed like they were on TV every like did they all win the all the time? time? No, but they seemed like we were watching them on TV every national. But yeah. Know. I don't know, man. It's an interesting question. One that one one that if we have cornhole fans, they're probably gonna talk about this for a while with themselves. Like, you know, I, I think it's one of those things that the argument could go on and on and on and on and on. And you could bring up examples for each side. Right. Well, if you have thoughts out there and want to chime in, make sure you. Well, that's why we don't have an inbox. <laughs> <laughs> make sure we don't care. No. <laughs> Talk Keep amongst yourselves. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Speaking of bag manufacturers, you mentioned it a couple of times. Uh, you want to do on, off, and in before we run out of time? I guess. I, I'm so bad. That's why it seems I've, to take a little while. So. I've, I've gotten so bad at this, by the way. <laughs> and it, it should, it, I'm making something that should be very easy, and I'm making it difficult. Which is which is kind of my mo. But yeah, I think you are. You're, you're yeah. way overthinking it. Yeah. All right. So you want me to start, or you want to start this one? Yeah, you want to start with on first. On. Yeah. My first one on the board. UNC dominating Minnesota last weekend. You and I talked about it. I thought they would. They did, kind of. The score, 31-13, I don't think was really representative. The game was a little bit closer than that. I thought Minnesota was physically more impressive at times during that game, but Cameron's just better athletes, and I thought that would kind of play out, and it did. So I'm going to make it on the board, not in the hole. 31-13 win, never got below double digits after the first quarter. So Yeah. I, I would have been off. I would have been off on that one because because I thought it was gonna be a. I, I figured North Carolina would. Because you're a Big Ten guy, 
better better quarterback. <laughs> no, I thought North Carolina would win. Yeah, I mean Drake is, but and better quarterback. But but I did think it was going to be closer because Minnesota is very fast and they have a good defense. But their defense is good. They're <laughs> very physical. Well, they made a couple of mistakes that I was kind of surprised. You know, because obviously I'm a nerd. I watch all that stuff and I rewatch it on the condensed games on YouTube and stuff. I mean, they had a couple of big plays where they just just. This is not what you would expect from PJ Flex team to have that many setup errors, right? Where guys were just in the wrong position, blowing coverages. That's that was unexpected to see. But from the right. who dominated the line, I would say Minnesota dominated the line of scrimmage. But you know, Drake. As it's funny, he threw for over four hundred yards, but he was still a mediocre game. The two interceptions were drive. I mean, he just made still making some really odd decisions in this new. New offense just, running. I'm, I'm shaking my head because I still we got to keep moving. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good, the, just good. the quarterback play across the country. I mean, my God. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's a list of eight or ten guys who are just, I mean, next level quarterbacks right now, including your guy. So, yeah. All right. Um. So my on the board, uh, I'm going to keep with cornhole. Is um. You know, I've mentioned this before that I would love for us to have like, you know, I wasn't the biggest fan of having eight Super Bowl events. I thought it kind of got watered down. I think they're going to sure. change that next year. I really think it'd be really cool to have one big, huge blowout Super Bowl event, right? Do it, mm -hmm. do it at the Super Bowl or near the Super Bowl. We just in involve football players, have it 16, 12, however many guys you can get and just have it made for TV, a standalone event. I think it'd be terrific. Same thing, and I've talked about this before because they do in golf. I'd like to have one big celebrity pro-am mm. around the 4th of July. Just bring as many celebrities as we can, pair them with our pros, whether it's 16, 20, 12, whatever, whatever Marlon can do. He's been doing a great job. Mm -hmm. Just have one big, huge celebrity pro-am just like they do with the American Century in golf. Another one that I think, and, and this is my on, and, and I really do, I really think that I'm on to something with this. Um there is the, the more, I mean, I've been in the sport now four full seasons. There, there is a real pride um, amongst, amongst bag manufacturers and amongst the players with their bags. I really noticed it talking to some of the, um, you know, mid, uh, the, the, the Great Lakes guys mm -hmm. with Titan bags, right? They're playing Titan bags and they love Titan bags, right? right. Uh, the ultra guys really like ultra, right? Mm -hmm. BG loving BG. Like we're, we've really got some rivalries. Like how much fun would it be to have? And I don't know if this is made for TV. Maybe it's just something we do as part of the pro invitational to do like a bag invitational where it's, where it's and and, it, and it's like, and it, 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 and I get it. There's like 5,000 bag manufacturers. <laughs> and I don't care. You take the top eight based on sales. You know, right. and, 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 and that's, that's their, you, you get in the top eight in sales, um, you know, for, for a calendar year or whatever, whatever, you know, a season and you get to play in it and, uh, you know, the winner, you know, gets cash or gets, you know, whatever cash to a charity, whatever you want. But we do, we do, you know, ultra fire cornhole scenario, BG, uh, whatever, get the top eight in sales, whoever they are. I don't know who they are. And, and have like a bag invitational. I think that'd be awesome. I mean, these, these, I'm telling you, there's a real sense of pride, um, Sure, and, and you know, with, with all these players, so brand loyalty. Yeah, even though some of them switch every season, so yeah, it's uh, that's curious. That'd be interesting, and I mean, you, yeah. you know, the manufacturers would love it. Obviously, it's more. Yeah, and it promotes the bags. I mean, if you put it on TV, it promotes the bags. Obviously, the ACL gets cut of all the bag sales, so you know, I mean, I don't know. That's an interesting right. thought. Right, ready? Yeah, let's. Uh, my in the hole. Off. Oh, well, yeah, off. The oh, you want to go off? You want to off? All right. So, so you, you, don't, just, you don't even like talking about off. You don't even like talking because about I'm a narcissist. 
Jeff, I'm so so narcissistic that I'm just not off the board that often. <laughs> so right. this is so hard for me to find. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Let's be nice. I thought cornhole had reached a certain level of importance on the sports landscape, national sports landscape. And I thought we had kind of grown up kind of past, um, you know, the niche sports, if you will. Mm -hmm. Obviously we were not there with, you know, the big boys yet. I, I'm not an idiot. I'm, I'm not saying that, but I think I'm off the board on that. And I, and I think it's just from, uh, talking to people that aren't from that world and talking with some of my friends, talking with people, you know, and just, and just seeing how it's viewed by certain folks. We're not, I don't think we've gotten there yet. And I, I think I'm off the board on that. I, I, I thought we had kind of turned a corner a little bit. I think we still have a little ways to go in turning that corner. I, I think we're in the corner, right? And we've got, we've got our, you know, steering wheel turned, we're in that corner, but I don't think we've gotten to that point yet. And I thought we kind of had, I thought we had turned a corner, but there's still this perception out there that we can't seem to shake. And it's, it's just, you know, and I'm, I'm telling, you know, it's, it's not from talking with one person. It's talking, you know, when I'm, when I'm taking a lot of these conversations in as a whole, and when I see, you know, the way that it's kind of viewed online from people that don't play the game and when, you know, the, mm -hmm. the way it's always kind of joked about. Yes. You know what I mean? When they're talking about it, they're not talking about it seriously. There's still this level of kind of humor or backhanded compliments or so we're not quite there yet. So I think I'm off the board. I thought we had turned that corner, but we haven't quite gotten there yet. I can totally see that. Yeah. It's it's almost like uh, there's still that perception of, oh, that's that's fun. You know, that's that's, that's neat. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's cool. silly. Yeah. That's not but, real. But not taking a totally it's not a serious sport. Yeah. yeah. I can feel I can feel that a little bit. Yeah. That's a that's a deep deep topic that I can yes. speak a yes. lot to, and we've got like two minutes left. We should have started this <laughs> way. Early. All right, my off the board, and then we might have to save our our in the hole for next week. My off okay. the board um, is me. So so probably about March or so. Um, I don't want to call it a midlife crisis. I will just say I wanted to reward myself because. I've worked hard in my life and mm -hmm. I've saved up money for college for my daughter, last one to go through college. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. So I bought a Mustang GT. <laughs> you're laughing already. I haven't even told the story yet. <laughs> I just, just your choice of car when you're giving yourself a present for your hard work. I've never <laughs> had, I've never had like a, like a really cool, fast sports car. Right. So right. I'm like, damn it. I'm a grown ass man. I'm going to buy myself a freaking sports car. Okay. So, so I do well. So now that I've had this thing for five months or so, um, I love it. It's great. When I hit start, it makes me giggle. I mean, it just does. It just roars <laughs> to life. And I love it. Eight cylinders get going. The problem is, is that apparently when I w had this moment, um, I forgot where I live. You know, it rains all the time. Uh, we, we don't have a garage, so it sits under trees. <laughs> it's filled with tree sap. Makes me cry when I look out there. Um, I also live in a town that just so happens to be 10,000 years old and they don't redo the roads. So right. when you're going across bridges and <laughs> going over potholes, yeah. over wobbly streets because of water, you're yeah. bouncing up and down. I feel bad for Kathy for personal reason because I look over at her and she's uncomfortable. <laughs> um, and, and, then, and then also to the fact that, which, which I didn't realize, everyone apparently wants to race. 
Anytime oh, yeah. someone in a Mustang GT, everyone sure. wants to race. It's yeah. freaking exhausting. Every time, and it's always and it's always people in a pickup truck. They always rev their engine and want to because they have the same engine. I'm exhausted. I'm done with it. Like like I couldn't have been more off the board. I thought this was going to be so much fun, and now it's just such a source of stress. I'm right, done. right, right. I, I see you there. I so see I you there in your in your old pickup truck with your big engine too. I get it. We both got eight cylinder engines. Way to go. Yeah, I'm still going <laughs> to kick your ass. I am, and and, and I have, and I have every single one of them. I haven't lost a race yet. Not that yeah. I do that. How much time we got? None. We got to go. We got to go. That's yeah. that's depressing. It is fun to race. It, see, that's the other thing. I don't want to race because it's stressful. Because because then because then because you could die. Or, or, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that too. Because I'm, like, I'm setting a yeah. terrible example. Not, I, I don't do it with the kids in the car, but I'm setting a terrible example. Like all the things I told my kids not to do. I, I'm acting like a teenager, right? I'm driving hey, it like a 17 year old. Way to bring it all the way back around to the beginning of the show, by the way. Because we were oh, talking yes. about. <laughs> Nice work, man. Can never change people. <laughs> I still drive like a seventeen-year-old. All right, we gotta go. All right, we'll save. We'll save our in the hole because uh, my, mine's a big one. And okay. you know, maybe I'll save my in the hole for just a topic next week. So it's it's big. And, uh-huh. and yes, again, it goes back to scoring um, and how important that is in sports. Hey, there's there's some big time stats out of Major League Baseball that just kind of go along with everything we've been talking about with offense and with scoring and how how good it is. Okay, so I, I get it. You need good pitching. I get it. But offense, the offense, the offense being up in baseball has helped a ton uh, in every category this year. So anyway, all right, dude. I'm ready. Great to see you. You as always, man. We'll do it again next week. We will. As we, we, will, as we, we will be back every week. It'll be interesting. We should we should take bets on whether we will get fired first or whether episode 100 will come mm. will the show be canceled or we will we get to 100 oh we gotta go. Let, let's go 150 let's, let's let's go 150 i think we make 100 do we make 150 that's yeah, the right. real question all right we'll talk about that next week all right buddy, <laughs> all right, buddy. All right, buddy. Talk to you next week thanks everybody for watching See ya.